All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Before we get started here, let's just mention LA Thieves are champions. We're back. LA Thieves are your major four champions. Are we back? Are we technically back? I think we are I mean, big back. We weren't LA Thieves before, so I don't know if we can say we're back. This is our first trophy under the, the LA Thieves banner. I don't know how this yeah. works. Yeah, it's tough. We're back. The fact is, <laughs> we won and we look dang good doing it. So congratulations to the boys. We don't know. We're not going to be able to do a show tonight. We're hoping to find a way to do a show about it this week. We're very excited, and that was a very fun major to watch. Maybe the most fun major we've ever had. Uh, anyway, I just didn't want to let that go unsaid yep. on this wonderful occasion. Now, we're here to talk about something a little less impressive and a little something less exciting, and that was the week four of LCS <laughs> for 100 Thieves. Uh, yes. Um, I'm powered by Ripit Energy tonight. I don't know what you're powered by. Oh, thanks for, uh, for bringing that up, because I, too, am powered oh. by the, the nuclear white flavor. Love nuclear white. Yeah, nuclear white. It's Delicious. Good, good stuff. Um, Lime Wrecker, that is. Oh, you're cracking it open. I'll, I'm going for it. Me, too. Um, while we crack it, Sen is asking if we can do the Warzone thing, a.k.a. talk trios. I would nothing would make me happier than to do that, Sen. Our favorite show. Otherwise, if it's going to work out, and we don't, we don't get a ton of people who, <laughs> who want to do that. Yeah. It's it's the it's our favorite show that is the least liked by others. It seems <laughs> it's so fun to do. So it's yeah. a big ask. It's a big ask to yeah. call to call in in the first place, and then to call in while you're playing Warzone. It's tough. Exactly. Unless you're us, and we just you you get an auto dub every time you queue in. That's true. That's true. I mean, I love it. I love doing it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have we'll more. See. I'll, I'll talk to you guys in the Discord. Yeah, more to share on that. Yeah. But again, uh, we're powered by Ripit. We're also powered by Elgato for the beautiful lights that make the nuclear glowing can possible mm-hmm. and the capture as well. I'm so happy for them. I just saw that they partnered with NVIDIA for AI noise reduction, and it is kind of insane how much noise rejection there is for those wave mics now. So yeah, I'm feeling a little bit like they're gradually eliminating all of the like things that make my like old professional audio equipment, like obsolete. <laughs> right. A little bit at a, at a crisis. Cause it's yeah. like, it's Elgato. It's not supposed to be doing all those cool things <laughs> that my stuff does, but they do it all cool. And they just keep doing they more. Do. They do. They do. So <laughs> It's like less and less like you need one of these and more and more like just get a wave three. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad It'll idea. make your life way easier. Anyway. Use code uh, COLPOG at checkout. For nothing off yeah. your order. <laughs> I won't do anything. <laughs> uh, but you'll feel cool. I've got some like lint on my LA Thieves hat. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this off. Anyway. LCS. LCS. We have to address it. We have to address this game one. What's we played FlyQuest. <laughs> and to set the stage properly, let's rewind all the way back oh. to the previous Thursday. Yeah. When 
100 Talk took on the Flight Check podcast in Rec League. Um, and I forget the series score from the night. No, I don't. It was a 3-0 <laughs> for 100 Talk. <laughs> yeah. We 3-0'd them. Yeah. And funnily enough, we played respectively how our teams play. We had a poo-poo early game uh-huh. and yep. came back and won every single time because the <laughs> mid and late game was insane. Yeah. And uh, the flight check guys threw just like their counterparts. Um, so that was cool. But the problem with it was is that because we are so tapped in mm-hmm. to the 100 Thieves zeitgeist, we actually used up the magic yeah. for that matchup. We, yeah. We, it was, a lot of it was required to get us 3-0. We tapped hard into the what is it the championship aura? Is that the yeah the championship aura? We we used it up. We did. There's only so much to go around, and you know we uh, we tapped the LCS team dry. Yep. Luckily, we left some for LA Thieves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was uh, it was a weird game. It was a quick game, and I think it was a silly game. Yeah, I'm just I'm just <clears throat> thinking about it in a silly game as a silly game. Me too. And I'll, I'll tell you some reasons why, mm-hmm. but first I'm going to do something we don't usually do. And that is, I'm going to, I'm going to praise the fan base, the under these fan base, because I oh. see virtually nobody overreacting to this. Amazing. And it's really tempting <laughs> to say something about this. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, it just, it was not, it was not a good showing for the boys and the number of people worried from the fans and calling for, you know, for drastic stuff is approximately zero. Well done, fans. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's refreshing. We like that. Yeah, we really do. And I'm just, I just want to say I'm proud. Yeah. I'm a proud dad. Yep. Especially um, after it, Cole, it was a continuation. I mean, the, the analyst desk couldn't have queued up a better beginning to the game um, after their little, their intro. I didn't see the analyst segment. It so was, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. It was generally boring team, no fun to watch. Uh uh-huh. you know, that old chestnut. Yep. That one. At one point I think somebody on the analyst realized, like, hey guys, we're supposed to be selling this product. Uh <laughs> we should just stop saying boring so much. Right? And they're like, Yeah, right, right. But it was <laughs> it was a bad game from us. Um you know, kind of through and through, but especially early. We, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't win any uh, fans for our early game in that game. I will say that's safe. <laughs> uh, someone's asking in chat if I had seen Reddit. And of course I did not. I have stayed away from that place for years now. <laughs> yeah. Why would I subject myself to that? Just get back uh, into it this weekend. Just give it a but shot look, on Saturday. When, when I'm talking yeah. about the fans, I'm talking about the people that I see on Twitter and the people that are in our Discord, you know? It, yep. it was like, you know, everybody's kind of like, yeah, it happens. It really happens. Um, so, yeah, just don't worry about the Reddit, guys. We're here. We're the, we're the real ones. That's right. Now, we do have to talk about some of the silliness, though. We can't just... Look, we are being like, hey, silly game, don't sweat it. But yep. we do have to, like, you know, mention some things here. Um, we didn't do a lot of things. (laughs) There were a lot of times when I was fully expecting some things to happen that did not happen or they happened very late, uh, catastrophically late. That is. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I I was thoroughly confused. Um, we did, for example, there was a the second dragon. Mm-hmm. We had full bot prio, and we we were in position to go in and just claim that dragon and go out. And we just didn't. We we just refused. <laughs> we elected we not had, to. Yeah, I, and like there must be something I don't know. Yeah, there always is something I don't know because I'm an idiot. But it sure as heck looked like oh, we just kind of walked out mm-hmm. of that situation and said, ah, eh, we'll get the next one, which I don't think we did. <laughs> we did because uh, we got Harold instead. I think. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a really late and weird TP from someday into yep. a fight in Potland where it was like, yo, that, that was very over and decided by the time he decided to go ahead and hit that D key. Yeah. W- one of the worst. Did he flash? Tell me he didn't flash in that play. I don't know. Oh, I, you're, I was you're, just, you're just assuming he was D as teleport, not, not flash. Yeah, because okay. who, what monster among us puts flash on the D key? I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. Oh, man. Do we need to hash this out here? We might. <laughs> See, the thing is, but, I play League so infrequently now, I don't actually know. I don't actually know. But I could, if I picked it up and played, and you put it on the wrong one, I could tell you. All right. Muscle memory Jordan over I there. I think I do F for, uh, for fire, for ignite. For fire. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's, that's bad. That's, that's bad. very bad. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh so yeah. yeah, there was that there was that late TP in when the fight was already decided. Um there was like just complete like lack of desire to work towards neutral objectives other than that second Herald. We were always down. Every neutral objective. It was a four V five. Or worse. It, yeah. It, third dragon was even worse set up by us, by the way. It was like, it was like, a, like, like you just know you get used to the game flow. Yeah. You just watch them move in and do vision and get there first and stake out the, the spots and stuff. And it's like, mm, they just uh, recalled. I like, it was really weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's happening while this is all going down? Abadaka is making them look up what the <laughs> CS per minute record is. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. guys told this man after week two that he's the worst laner in the league, and since then all he does is is try and break the CS per minute record. He was so I took like when was this? Let me bring up my notes here. Um, at 19 minutes and 30 seconds, he had 251 CS. Which is, which is, I think the math is 12.87 CS per minute. So he almost hit 13 CS per minute. I mean, that was just at that point where I took the the snapshot. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot. Remember, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, anything, if you, if you're hitting 10, like it feels really good as a mid laner and my man is pushing 13. (laughs) He, he is laser focused on the lane right now. Bad thing, good thing, I don't know. I mean, here's how I view it. There's a version of that game, not even where we have, we're able to execute our combo, where we just have, we, we are present at a team fight, and he wins it for us single-handedly, because he has, maybe, I don't know, like 
nine completed items. You know, he's bought and sold a few <laughs> just to mix it up and react. You crested 12 CS per minute. Congratulations. <laughs> Seventh item slot yeah, yeah. available. Yeah, he sold his boots. He's, I don't know, he's trying to turn his trinket ward into an IE or something. Um, so, yeah, like, there's a different version of that game where he's actually a monster. Um, so that you like that, right? Like, that's, that's Corky's job. And he did that. Maybe he just needed some more time. <laughs> because the game ended so fast. I mean, he just needed what, a team around him. It was like a 25-minute game. Right. But it's like, the, the, actually, the goofiest one was the dragon where they, they couldn't tell if we were actually still trying to, to wait out the steel. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, we're going to get a contest or not going to get yeah. it? They leashed it for like two minutes. That wasn't that long. It felt <laughs> that long. <laughs> I was like, isn't this thing going to lose patience eventually? What what does it take? I don't know. Um, but the the... I like he could have actually done some work in that fight, but everybody assumed. I think I feel like we were like, surely they're gonna get the dragon, right? I mean, it's been a minute. What are we what are we doing here? And then they're I'm I'm sure Wu Kong any moment now is gonna stealth over the wall and smite this thing. Um so yeah, it was silly. It was a very silly game. Uh, look, we've been talking about how silly it was for a long time and we haven't even mentioned the Yasuo support. Yeah, that was silly. Wow. Mm-mm. Don't need that. Rumor back. has it. <laughs> that Busio played this successfully. But I mean like he it had sure a game wasn't in, successful for us. Was it a scrim that he played it in? Or no, I heard it was an a, academy a, game. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I heard it in an academy game. Okay. He played it and did well on it. Everybody look. Um, I, people so I think we Busio. thought we had the tech. <laughs> yeah. And look, when we locked it, I was like, oh cool. Who he? Mid lane career, successful guy. You know he's got some Yasuo reps under his belt didn't look like it <laughs> honestly like it just didn't it didn't feel like it and that's that's not meant as like slander or anything like that it's just uh i mean yasuo's always roll the dice in professional play you you either do great or you don't which is i guess consistent with yasuo at all levels um but he just didn't it didn't maybe it was just because he kept face checking stuff i don't know i don't know <laughs> like it, he was playing it like the brahm that he played on sunday which worked well really yeah, well the Brahma's is really good you know so it was kind of like that but it like he he would open up the fight with his face and then he would die so fast <laughs> uh, and that's just how most of the fights ended that's kind of how that game went maybe who he just needs a little zoomer tutoring i don't know yeah but we clearly didn't know what to do with it and uh you know <clears throat> it was just kind of a wipe and Papa Smithy, as pointed out in chat, Papa Smithy called, uh, called that day the teething problems of experimenting. Yeah. And We're just babies. I don't, I don't think we need to really like attribute it to anything other than that. For sure. I, I believe that. I mean, look at that comp. It's so unlike anything we've done. And, and actually, I feel like some of you might look at it and say, oh, they they don't they're not worried about fly quests. They don't take fly quests seriously, so they just want to try something goofy. I actually think it's probably that they they thought fly quest is good. And when you have a experimental comp like that, you don't want to play it against an immortals who surely won't beat anybody else in this, the LCS this year. Uh, there was that. They beat C nine. They beat C nine. Yeah. They beat uh, C nine. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like you don't want to play it against the bottom tier team and then feel like, oh right, we're <laughs> we're great with this. We're going to break this out in the best of yeah. uh, and then have it fall completely flat. So yeah, you want to play it against a good I, team and FlyQuest answered. 
to their credit. I'm al- I'm already seeing a misunderstanding in chat about this take because someone's like upset that. that we're that we have a bad take about Yasuo. But the take is not Yasuo support is bad. The take is we played who or who he played Yasuo support very poorly. That's that's the take, and the evidence was before you in that 25 minute game. <laughs> Again, I'm not stressing about it. I'm not stressing about it. Experimenting. We've, you know, we've earned that right. Last two splits, we've gotten it where it counts, you know. So I'm not stressing about it, but make no mistake, it was not a pretty uh, day on Saturday. I just think there's too much. Um, it, it's too many things, right? We're, we're doing too many things. Like, uh, someday on Gragas. Has he played it before? I was going to ask how you felt about yeah. that. I mean, I didn't like it. But it, I didn't like it for a similar reason. It just felt like, and this is why it's an experiment. You got to try new new things. Is Abadaga a viable Corky player? Yep. That's not an experiment. We know that. Um, you know, even to a certain degree, like is is closer serviceable on Wukong? Yes. So those pieces oh, feel yeah. safe. They feel fine. I'm not second guessing any of those things. But I would say the the player that somebody is in summer 2022. Um, is I would say we, we get so much more out of him when he's on an Orn or when he's on a carry, right? Like, I just don't see like him someday, the version of someday where it's hey, he is one piece, he, he is a wombo and a combo. It's like, eh, that feels like we're, we're limiting his impact on the game too much. And he, he didn't really have anything to show for it in this game, like, he just didn't amount to anything. Um, so for that reason, like, eh, yeah, like it wasn't because you couldn't do it right. It's just I just don't like that that look for us. Yeah, it was not. It was not good any way you look at it. So and then we made a bunch of weird decisions and mistakes too that, of course, make this game look horrible um, <laughs> from a quality of showing. Yeah. Um, which you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But, Side note for our uh, flight check, guys. We've dropped three of our last four flight flight yeah flight quest. I always just want to sub in their name now. Yeah, flight quest. <clears throat> I love three that. of our last four to flight quest. <laughs> That's for the, Atari. I was gonna say that was the working title for flight simulator. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go with that one. They should have. Yeah, yeah, they were gonna do a, a story mode and pulled off. <laughs> okay, cool. can we just skip over this game now? Can we just go to the CLG game? Yeah, let's 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 leave this one behind. Okay. So, CLG, they started off hot, had some trouble, still looked okay to me, honestly. Even while they've been dropping more games, for the most part, I'm like, eh, they're still okay. Yeah. Um. Then I start watching the draft of this game. Uh, we forgot to even mention they didn't show draft for the FlyQuest oh, game. Yeah. You remember that? It was like, Ugh. I couldn't tell if they were serious. They were like, <laughs> we're experimenting with this or no, we're not. Like, I couldn't right. tell. I, but uh, Did they do it for first game of the day on Sunday? Because if they did, then they were experimenting. Was it just first game? I don't know. I don't I know. So. I just saw it for ours. But anyway, uh, we got to watch the draft progress from CLG. And as the picks were coming through, it was like... Okay, this looks normal. This looks normal. And then we got to round two picks and they did Fiora Vi. I was like, are they bongo comping us in some way? Like, is this? <laughs> they got Azir and Vi and Nautilus. 
Yeah. They've got, they can chain those things together and just bounce us in place. While the, and do you remember while we were the team that bore the brunt of the bongo comp? Oh, yeah. The it's initial, just like, yeah. So they, they draft that, and I'm like, oh, crap. Today is going to go very poorly, given how, how Saturday went. Imagine my surprise when we made a very intelligent adjustment in place <laughs> to counter that. So it was like we were totally back to normal. It was, it was like, I don't know. I, I felt like we countered their, their moves in this match so freaking well that I, it like made me very proud because yeah. you see like the Dokla someday fireworks early, right? Yep. Yep. Back and forth constantly. And Dokla was like looking very good in those trades and he was, um, getting a lot of pressure out and just playing it very smart. And they were singing his praises on the cast, which makes it even harder. Mm-hmm. And what did we do? Closer made sure that that did not become an issue. Yeah, he came to that lane so many times. We, I am not used to seeing that. Closer virtually just forgot about farming <laughs> and <clears throat> wanted to make sure someday was was okay, yeah. and that Dokla didn't pop off. And it really, really worked. When when closer drafted Poppy, I was like, okay, what are we okay? Yeah, right. Back like, to the experiment. Right? <laughs> this is not what I yeah, this is this is not what I think of when I think about closer. Yeah. But dang, man, that Poppy was so good. It felt honestly, it felt like it felt like having Blabber on your team. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like Blabber will like make those things look great yeah. and be like, well, why can't my player <laughs> play like that? Right, right. You know? And that's what it felt like with this poppy pick and just continually going back to help out that top lane and make sure it didn't, you know, get out of hand. Yeah. It was very smart. It was very good. Yeah. They, they completely stopped her momentum. Had her burn a TP. I think it got the kill after the TP. I think it was uh, Abadaga who roamed up to get the first kill on Fiora. Yep. Abadaga picked up the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dokla's, man, he played that super well. And even in a losing game, I feel like he was always a threat. Um, so hats off. But yeah, really good job of us to to answer that and to not allow that to become a snowball. Um, yeah. Because it could have. Absolutely. It could have. It, it definitely could have. And meanwhile, Abadaga has to, you know, continue his like hyper lane focus or whatever. Now, I don't, I don't know exactly where he landed on this one because it was definitely less... But the thing was, he was making roams and still winning his lane somehow. Yeah. I need to like watch the tape to see how that happened. But like, it looked like he was just constantly like pressuring and then roaming. Yeah. And, and, and I think the like some smart uses of the Silas ult to get things that made it easier for him to do that. <clears throat> um, I think overall, like, you got to say, so he finished 6 1 and 10. On the Silas, and at one point it was you know three and zero up big in CS. Like that's a he he became our counter carry, you know across from Fiora. Um, and the last game, uh, the the FlyQuest game, it's like nobody looks good in that game from our side. It doesn't matter how what kind of game yeah. you play. Um, but I do think there's been so much criticism levied at him for the lane phase that to have a lane phase where he's got the people talking about the CS record. And then to have this game on the Silas where he is super effective in lane, he's roaming, he's impacting the map, 
all across from top to bottom, that's great. Like, that's exactly what you want from your mid laner. But by the way, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the FlyQuest game, but I would really like to count how many times Jose came to help reset mid lane. Mm. And that's Tuki, right? Tuki's been having a great split. Yeah. I think he's a lot of people's, you know, top three mid laner. For sure. And yeah. uh, he got a bunch of help from Jose. And Abadaga, man, has just turned around the lane phase. And it, we saw on the Silas the roaming too, like you said. So yep. he was at 10 minutes into this game, he had three kills yeah. and, a, and a small CS lead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man. He's been looking, he's been looking very good. And we should. We shouldn't spend a ton of time on this, but we should remember this is a little just a kind of a uh, uh, tickler, I guess. I don't know what to call it. That teaser? We, teaser? That's no, not a teaser because it's not looking Throwback? Forward. Yeah. Throw, so. We talked about how if he picks up his game, we are going to be a force to be reckoned with in playoffs. Um, and I think this is absolutely an example of that, right? Like, CLG, good team, uh, playoff material, absolutely could be a matchup we see in playoffs. And yeah. I think for me, you know, there are so many points in this game where I felt like, oh, that's it. That's where we lose it. We stayed too long under turret. We're going to get punished. We, you know, we kept it together, but here it's, it's going to turn here. And it just never did. We just scrapped our way through it, man. It was fun to see. Do you know when I knew that we were going to win and nothing would prevent us from winning? It was when. <clears throat> um, gosh, was it someday and closer up in top? It might have been hundred, or it might have been um, someday in Abadaga, but I think it was someday and closer up top. And they burned Dokla down pretty bad, like low enough to look juicy. Had like fifth of his <laughs> HP left or something. Oh, and we, what about. we normally do is just just overchase for that kill. And of course, they had the roams happening. At the moment, they had mid lane and top mm -hmm. on the way, or uh, and jungle on the way. And we saw a very disciplined <laughs> pullback from someday. Did not chase, did not try and like make sure that they got everything out of Dokla right there. And instead, we got what was it? I think we got two kills off of that play because once the roams happened, we we're just like, okay, let's kill somebody. And Dokla actually made a mistake later and stayed where he, when he shouldn't have. Well, and when that play happened, I was like, look, if we didn't, we didn't take that bait, that means we're going to win no matter what. And that was only 13 minutes into the game. I, the, they, they, they smelled that bait. They stopped the <laughs> Rift Herald charge during that play. Yeah. The closer, I think it was a closer hammer too. Like, it was. you know, he, got, got it some was, people out of there. It was the moment, uh, <laughs> like the meme, uh, you know, moments before disaster or whatever. Yeah. Like, the only mistake Dokla made is by it was that he didn't flash into that hammer to also be ejected from the lane. <laughs> right? Like that's the only way or dash. Three hundred IQ maybe. play. <laughs> yeah. But he was like he was even behind him trailing a little bit. You know, he's ready to just do cleanup duty and uh, suddenly all his friends were gone. So that was a uh yeah, that was an awesome fight. And I agree it was it was very contained. Um and dare I say not super boring. I don't know. I'm just going out on a limb here. I don't know. I mean, I did fall asleep a few times in the first 10 minutes of that game, but a few. I nodded <laughs> off four different times during the course of the first 10 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like it it was just a very effective and composed game. 
you never want to have like two bad games back to back. You always want to bounce back. And if you have a bad game in a weekend, you want it to be the Saturday, not the Sunday, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the response from the team was very mature and very like seasoned, right? It was like, okay, cool. Yesterday was yesterday. Today, CLG gets destroyed. Yep. And that's, you know, that's the mentality of the team seems to be where it needs to, you know, like they're not going to let a, the pressure from analysts in the community get to them. Cause obviously there has been a general refusal to say, Hey, this is a good team except for when subsequently caster cursing them. <laughs> what did Jack call out? Jack called out hunter thieves subverts expectation at every single step. As soon as you say they're good, they're bad. As soon as you say they're bad, they're good. You never completely know what you're going to get. And I'm kind of, I, I get where he's coming from in it, but it's like, isn't that, isn't that based on what you say? <laughs> right? It's like, if you said they were bad because something happened and it was, you know, you didn't like give the proper allowances or provide the proper context, then that's a you problem. Yeah. Here, you know, here's the problem. We're looking at the trend line of Hunter Thieves over the last year and a half too closely. We're here. We're zoomed in to the point where if you just take like 10 steps back, you average this, this trend line out, you can see that it, it is a, a one and a half place finish on average. Um, like I think it's like we're, we're just looking too closely at the line and we can't see. So I talked about this a few weeks ago. Where it's like maybe... Maybe the team knows something that none of us do, which is we're going to be fine. You know, like we know how good we are. We know what we can do. We know what we're capable of. We know what if we like if we peak at the right time, we can win a trophy or a banner or whatever you, you know, both. Um, and I, I, I said that, you know, and I don't know. I put it out there kind of just as an idea. I think there might be something to that. It, it, if if the team held themselves to the same standards as analysts and fans and you know us whatever they would burn out you just can't do that it they're they're doing long form league of legends here we're all talking short form league of legends our attention span at max is 2 days out of a 7 day period and and i think um i'm going to keep that in mind we won't know it's hard to know this for sure but I want to just keep it in, in people's minds that like when you have a, a, a game like you had on Saturday, and I think this is what you're saying earlier, maybe people are kind of coming around to this idea. Every loss doesn't mean that you have lost your way, right? Every time you can't figure out how to get a 2 weekend doesn't mean that you are hopeless and that you've got to try to figure out how to rebuild your team. Uh, maybe it just means you tried something that didn't work and that's fine. And then you have a game like this and we tried something new I don't know how many closer poppy games we have to look at. Um, and, you know, even like Zary Brahm is a pretty different look for us from what we've done historically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it Which worked really great. well. Like it was a great yeah. response and it allowed us to take a bunch of hits and keep going, which I think is another great quality to have in a team. Like you want a team who can get popped and keep playing. And sometimes I feel like even the meta of League doesn't allow that to happen that much. Like one mistake. How many times have we seen that one mistake in a game and that game is gone? Um, so there's a lot to like about this game and I think it's an interesting 
kind of like, okay, so we, the Saturday was a four or, you know, it was a, a one really. There's nothing to celebrate. <laughs> but this game was like a eight or nine. You know, like there was a lot to like. And so if you just look at this weekend, you say, wow, this team is completely unpredictable. Yeah, if you average out over the course of the split, we're six and three. We're in second place. And we're pretty good. And I, I have reason to believe that we can continue to be pretty good for the second round Robin and then go to playoffs. Yeah, but that's a boring take, Jordan. Uh, I'm just uh, sorry. <laughs> it's just so boring. <laughs> we play boring League of Legends and give boring <laughs> League of Legends takes. Right. It's it is you're right. It is more boring to assume that there might be some continuity between the abilities of this team from one weekend to the next. It's true. It is a little hypocritical too, because I don't know. It's like EG is given the grace of everyone right now. Now they went, they opened the split eight and one, but they were nine and nine in the regular season last year. And then they won and they looked good winning. And now it's like, well, that will, that's just permanently them in the caster eyes, apparently in the analyst eyes. And there's no, like, I don't know. It seems to me like almost always the team that on paper should win it doesn't end up winning it. Right. It's like, it's, it would be interesting to see how many times the team with the best record during the split ends up actually winning the the cup. If someone knows that, that would be awesome to know. But my hunch is I don't think that's usually (laughs) the case. So, um, I don't know. It's again, going back to what he said, he's like, Hundred Thieves sub- subverts expectations. Well, what are your expectations then? Because that's <laughs> right. what's that's what's setting that in right. motion, right? Yeah. Do you truly believe we're a boring team? Okay. Yeah. Or do or do you believe that we're not like a top three team? So yeah. we are subverting your expectations right now. Like, right. I don't know if if the expectation the the proper. In fact, let's ask ourselves. From a, from a, a split long analyst perspective, what should the expectation of hundred these be right now? I think we'd probably say um, you're going to see the team fire on all cylinders two or three times during the split. Mm-hmm. You're going to see them look pretty good most of the time, and then there's going to be some questionable days where it looks like everybody's out of it. And you're just doing like a, an average split. Right. Like you're yeah. not talking summer 2020, uh, 2022. You're just saying like on average, here's what you should. Yeah. 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 Given the recent history and then right. going into playoffs, things will get rounded into shape. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the kind of expectation that a team like C9 had for these analysts. Right. Right. Like C9 always got the benefit of the doubt there is always like, yeah, I know it's weird. Even when, you know, when Reaper was a coach, it was like, Oh wow. He's, he sat those three players and, they're looking bad now. Everything will be fine though. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I'm, you know, we don't get that grace. Mm-hmm. And again, if, if you look at the results, I think the results speak for a, a sense of consistency, despite not being perfect. It's like, I, I would never expect hundred thieves to go 18 and 0. Right. Right. We're not, that's that just team. not, how, what we do with this staff in the, in this roster, you know, what was the last team? Didn't, didn't TL almost make the perfect split or like 17 and one or something. I, I can't remember. I feel like recently there was a team that either did get an 18 or close to it. 
Yeah, I thought I thought TL was close to it and yeah. went sixteen and two. Like, right. and and it would be interesting to look back and see, like, one, how long ago that was, and two, who on that roster is still there? And I'm guessing it's zero players. <laughs> and I think that's I don't know. An important. I honestly don't know. Yeah, like, you know, that's that's just that speaks to uh, a, an org's strategy. You could have a historically great League of Legends team. And you would be foolish to not bet that they would blow up the roster to some degree, right? Just if yeah. you were to look back at history. We're also not doing that, right? We're, we're defining expectations on how uh, a League of Legends team is managed split to split or within splits if you're TSM, right? Um, and I think that's, like, that's another thing that just doesn't make sense to people that they don't know what to do with. Like, um, it feels like and I think it actually comes back to this. We're, we're, we're off on a different, but it's, it's, I think it's relevant. It comes back to this. I heard somebody talk about this recently. Maybe it was Jat and... And, uh, and Raz? Yeah, maybe it was Raz. Yeah, yeah, Jat and Raz. But they're talking about like, hey, TSM is a team where even if they make it to Worlds, if they underperform at Worlds, they're making roster changes. And it's like, right. And then maybe you're the ninth best team in the LCS for two splits running. <laughs> You know, like that's you roll those dice, man, and and sometimes that's what you get. We tried that with one player on Bang, and it didn't work out, and we saw what happened. So, I mean, Jeez. I, yeah, it feels like we've learned lessons, and we have a good thing. And even if week to week it feels like they're they're not the best historical best team that the LCS has ever seen, on average, we're very good. Yeah, there's another piece of this puzzle that we're not really talking about very much, especially recently, and that's money because. You know, Team Liquid sure is spending a lot more money than Under Thieves is on on rosters. So yeah. that's another thing too is like, how much money are you paying to get these results and everything? And so it's almost like the the scale shouldn't be equal between the two because of that. But yeah, again, I well, I don't know why it is that we seem to not just get that benefit of the doubt from people. But here yeah. we are. I think the other the other thing that's important to mention here is this isn't this isn't me defending the the team's decisions because I like the team and I I don't think they can do anything wrong. I think what we're seeing is there are real downsides to making rapid fire roster changes. And I think you don't need to look further than Cloud9 and TSM this split to to have evidence of that. And it's it's interesting Evil Geniuses and 100 Thieves finished first round robin 1-2. And how many roster changes did we have between the two of us? Right. Between when we won our last titles? None. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's never happened. I'm sure that's never happened before. Um, yeah, two teams winning and not making roster changes and continuing to... Yeah. yeah. And, and then being at the top of the standings at the end of the next or subsequent splits. Never happened, I'm sure. Um, so, you know... The only reason I'm saying that I think this is a good thing, I'm glad we're doing it, is because I think it's still, I think we are still a, an absolute contender for a title. And that's what more could you ask for from, from the team that you're supporting? So, like, yeah, there's definitely things we could do better, things to work on, you know, certainly weeks that don't go well. But I think in general, um, it would be like you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater if it's like, oh, we should have finished higher than six and three. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, it was good enough for second place, I guess. Yeah. Um, contextualizing our losses, by the way, 
so our three losses are to EG, which was like, was that week one? We lost to EG, I think it was. It was early on in the split. Um, and we got beat very badly by EG then. Yep. Uh, we lost to C9 right when they made the switch to put Sven in. So yep. right when they got that roster, finally, their first game was against us and we blew it. Um, <clears throat> part of me is just like, yeah, that's weird too. And I'm not, I, I think I said it at the time. It's like, I'm, I'm not worried about that one either. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's like, you don't know who you're prepping for. You don't know how it's going to go. And I know a lot of times those teams struggle once they finally make their moves and start playing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it is kind of surprising that they get a win. But you, you saw TSM get a win with the new roster this past weekend also. Right. It's just kind of like there's like blips when you have a new roster. There's like a new energy. It's hard for the other team to remember what you're going to do because they just like, you know, they're used to the old you. And I think things just get kind of slipped through the cracks. And then the FlyQuest game was was a silly game. So <laughs> enough said C nine. Do you expect C nine to be like top four by the end of the split? I don't know. I, I didn't watch their games this weekend. Um, so I, I would want to just watch. in general, do you get that feeling um, right now? They're, they're in sixth place at yeah, four and five really and they had, it was what it was two weeks where they didn't have the roster. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're going to like, look, I think it, the, these things are true of a C9 team. They will have sufficient talent to be a threat at any point. It's a question of whether they can bring it together. And they've got question marks on, um, you know, I would say, I don't, again, I haven't watched the game, so I can't say what the question marks are, but it's like, it's not a solved roster, right? They're, they're still forming. Yeah. They've got the big changes. TSM, I think, is actually in a, a different situation where it's like, they have, they, I don't think that's true for them. Like, I think they have a, a roster that is is very um, unsettled from a talent perspective. So I think if there's a team on there that's going to be make a, a run, I think it's much more likely to be Cloud Nine. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know we lost to a, you know the number one overall team that looks very strong. Uh, we lost to FlyQuest in a game where we didn't really play. Yeah. And FlyQuest <laughs> looks like maybe you know they can be in that fourth spot you know maybe yeah. they have a, a right to it and c9 maybe does too so i don't know to me it's not like we're dropping games to like dignitas and immortals at least yeah. right now right you know so it's like i don't know they're just there just doesn't seem to be a lot of cause for alarm right now you know what else is true and i, I was thinking about this when you, you were talking about whether c9 would <clears throat> uh you know contend mm-hmm. this split doesn't it feel like when you get close to end of summer and the patch for worlds, it's like junglers really start to matter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. And so you got to think that, you know, C9 would harness the power of blabber, right? The power of blabber compels them into immediate relevancy yeah. on the world's patch, but it'll also uh, harness the power of closer for under thieves. So that's right. I think like the whole point of this conversation is we're good with six and three, six and three is fine. Yeah. And guess what? If we six and three again, I'm totally fine with that too. Yeah. If we finish 12 and six for summer, cool. Bring on playoffs. Let's go. Exactly. We got closer. Remember we got closer Mm -hmm. playoff closer. (laughs) 
We got someday. Like yeah. Some someday's playing like very, very well this split. Yep. Obdog is gonna see us at fifteen per minute <laughs> by that time. He won't he won't ever leave lane, not even to like buy. I don't think you can get fifteen CS a minute in lane. Can you? He will. He'll find They'll funnel to him. <laughs> Closer will poppy old minions into his lane. <laughs> I was just thinking about what the implications I'd, of that are. I love the idea of funneling I, two. I forget mid. which game it was that someone someone uh, accidentally poppy ulted red buff away into the river, and the opposing jungler got it. <laughs> That's great. From that, hmm. uh, you could lead yeah, raptors anyway. around the edge, you know, around the corner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the point the point is like. I don't know. We're 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 gonna be good. We are good. We're gonna be even better by the time it rolls around. So let's go. Yeah. And and if if hundred thieves are not meeting your expectations or they're subverting your expectations, I suggest you adjust expectations. There you go. All right. Let's go to listener takes. Let's do it. Jordan, I bet you would never guess who the first listener take was from this week. I I bet I know. JC101. Yep. The, Always. The is he still, is he still on 100%? I'm beginning to think he's like a reply bot. He's like a take reply <laughs> but bot. But his takes are so good that it's, it's either a very advanced AI or our dude is just automatic. Well, here's his take. You tell me. Uh, he said, more closer playing Poppy Jungle, please. Yeah. I think both of us give it yep. the Roger Ebert two thumbs up. Yep, that's I'll right. Do too, so. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then he he put a sriracha take on there. Okay. All right. Sriracha take is FBI plays Yasuo on the next Senna Yasuo comp. Okay. Okay. So do you remember when yes. FBI played Lisa? Oh, I do. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> I I do not put it past him at all that he could play a mean Yasuo. Holy believe it. Would it be better than who he's Yasuo? Who he the former mid laner? Probably. <laughs> I just think I don't they're. Mean to play just I love Hui. I just yeah. want to make that clear. Like, I, I, I'm not I doubting that he has the good. hands for it. It was. It was. Our minds weren't present. I think his hands are probably fine. So if we had, if we could play that game again, and he could have different, you know, a different brain to to use during that match. But uh, yeah, okay. what they said that the experimentation we were doing was actually like astral projection. <laughs> We're tr- right. we're tr- we're trying to do other things while we were playing. Right. Yeah, he was completing. They didn't say a, what uh, kind of experiments they're running. You thought it was roster related. He but, was completing uh, a five k in Ohio with his with his avatar. <laughs> with his, yeah, so um, it didn't go great, is what we're saying on the also. But it, it's anyway. I I I feel like we're not going to see Yasuo and Senna again. I don't think so. it just it, why it doesn't make sense. It. Am I wrong that like my gut? I don't have the the stuff in front of me, but my gut feels like when we've done when we've done failed experimentation in the past, we've let it go and I think not typically, really come back to it. Unless, like, except for the karma pick, yeah, yeah. the karma mid from Abdaga yeah. that that failed in the first game and they brought it back. But maybe it's like weekend to weekend basis. I don't know. I just feel like we're not going to see that lane again. I, here's here's what I think the difference is. There are so many viable alternatives in the bot lane. Like you don't need to play that. There, there are many other things you can do. We didn't say this, and we should absolutely. Who he went deathless as Brom, and it's not because they weren't trying to kill him. He, 
<laughs> I would love to see the the damage you know share in that game, but yeah, he went went zero and thirteen. He looked awesome on the Brom, and that's he for did. me why it's like he doesn't need to play Yasuo. It's fine to try it. Totally fine. Try it, and then go back to doing what we do so well when it's time to win some games, and we're all good. Yeah, it's like me Q maxing Jana during Rec League. Exactly. Like, hit the NATOs. Just run an experiment. It's just, you just well, when your NATOs are automatic, when every tornado you throw hits five people, Q max Cole, obviously. <laughs> okay, we've got a <laughs> we've got a take from Chris Sandwich here. Chris Sandwich wrote a book. Love it. So, I think there's going to be a cutoff point during this. He said. <laughs> The team doesn't know how to play around a good mid and hasn't since Ryu. Game one of the weekend, Abba was going even or even winning lane at times with a scaling Corky pick that had the potential along with our bot lane to make something happen late since that seemed like the plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's, he's saying game one was look at Abadago, like the CS and the strength, like scaling Corky, we're going to be good. But we did not do anything with it. Um, and then he says, the times we look good are when we play with roaming mids and then have our mid play for other people. The same we have always treated our mid laner since Ryu. And I'm going to give him the like dot, dot, dot. All right. That's enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the take being, etc. We like the way that we are configured and the way that we play, we don't do scaling mid. And instead we do roaming mid. Yeah. Um, there was that, was it JLXP? I think it was JLXP, but maybe it was the dive where they talked about that quote from Jojo on what he learned from playing against those mid laners at MSI. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you hear that? I didn't know. And it, and they, so they asked in that league, you know, playing against like the best in the world. What did you learn? He said how much they sacked their lane for other people. Hmm. Maybe that is the right way to play. Yeah. We certainly play it at times. Like, Abadaga Twisted Fate uh, was pretty effective for us. Yeah. Um, the roaming part of the Silas was very, very good. I agree that typically we have not, we have not ever really carried through mid in a traditional sense, though we have had, you know, like that we have that Akali game from um, Abadaga that was super memorable. Yeah. But in general, this is probably not far off base, right? No, yeah, I think so. And I think it's, I think it's less. It, it's less representative of a limitation of us, and more probably representative of just the way the game is working um, mm. now. I mean, it's it's a really good observation because it's true. And the interesting, the interesting thing about that is that's across rosters and coaches and metas yeah, and right. you know. So I mean, I, I kind of wonder. In the same way, it's someday. <laughs> It's someday. I don't know. He's the only this constant. Is probably too short-sighted uh, response, but like I, I think about, like think of the the number of like hard carry mid laners throughout the history of league, and, and like the number of hard like it just feels like they're the number of times you have a position where it's like, hey, you are playing through this. That is your whole team's identity. It's pretty limited. And I think to a certain degree, it's because you have to have like a generational talent, essentially, to really pull that off. Um, And we've had good mid laners. Uh, We've had not not as many good mid laners as some of the other positions. Um, But I don't think we've ever had like a generational mid laner. You know, we've never had a, um, 
like a name recognition mid laner or or even other position right like at their peak like an uzi a faker a reckless like people who get all the resources that's kind of what it takes i think if you want to have like a hard carry through a position for lively game in and game out as you are putting everything into them and that's just not where we're at yeah that's and i think fair. it's it's not where we're at in part because i don't think that's a it, over time we've seen that definitely has shortcomings right like a summit right like it's easy to shut <laughs> i down. smile every time we bring up summit <laughs> i've heard he's doing really well in the lpl he's doing he's doing well i like he's the doing guy. okay we solved him <laughs> DC says, I'm really glad Hunter T took Saturday off for an extra rest day. Looked real good coming back from extended break on Sunday. Couldn't agree more, BC. I agree. I agree. Uh, interesting question. Actually, let's let's save that one. That's probably um, what they did. They probably drew out of a hat. Like, funky strats. Like, here it is, It was guys. a content video. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Oh, it's coming out tomorrow. Man. We'll see Those soon. content layoffs really put us in a bad spot oh. there. Oh, bad idea. Ouch. Oh, though not to make a joke of that because no. we're very sorry for all yes, those people we are. involved and we True. love you. Um, I was thinking more just like they didn't they didn't practice the week before. As yeah, off. <laughs> I, know, I know. But you know, it's like like presented by Totino's funky <laughs> <laughs> LCS team draws picks from a hat. Uh, <laughs> Gabe said, "Quote." So this is Gabe quoting somebody else, not me quoting. Gabe, yeah, yeah. Gabe quoting someone else. Sad to see this boring team in second place. They aren't actually good. Riot, probably. Yeah, safe to say. <laughs> <laughs> Their story meetings last week were just that, you know. Boring. It's like, all right, guys, what do you think about 100 Thieves? <laughs> boring. Uh, all right, we'll go the, with that. We like it. Let's go. Yeah, that's good. They, you know, they did give it when we won, when we won. There was a nice halo for a whole month for us. It was nice. I'd like to see it back. Um, Sen asks, why is everyone freaking out about Saturday? Let the team experiment. It's basically prep for playoffs and worlds. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Right there um, I think the reason why everyone's freaking out is because I think you, you have something in your mind before before right you have this lingering like a lot of these people who are saying those things are also the ones that were saying stuff about abadaga when he was having a rough couple of weeks right right and you have these like oh we're gonna you know such and such is gonna happen and we're this kind of team we're that kind of team and you have all this negativity and then as soon as you see something that validates it it's like aha i was right mm -hmm. i knew you know so i think that's why everyone's freaking out um Nick Moore asks, since LAT won, would you rather them pass the positive energy? So we're talking about the championship war again. <laughs> yes, yeah. Would Is you rather them pass the positive energy to the LCS team to earn a buy for playoffs or to the Valorant Ooh. team for the last chance qualifier? This is a good question. I like this. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, now remind me, format for summer, double elimination. Right, so long as you don't finish in the bottom two for playoffs. It's the last two playoff spots. Uh, no, they... For... You're talking about LCS? Yeah. Yeah, and they, they never, like, keep the same format. I okay. never know what it is. Okay. <laughs> Let me try and look this up while you talk. Okay. 
while it's, you talk. Oh, while I talk. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my thought. If if we can get so if there's like a, a three tiered status for LCF playoffs where the first tier is by the second tier is double limb the third tier is it's blood sport we watch you guys fight each other and then we move on with our lives um but so long as we hit second tier i'm fine if we get double limbs because everybody knows we get a power spike in the losers bracket it is so top eight teams from summer sports regular season will take part in a double elimination playoff bracket to determine this season's champion only the bottom two teams will not qualify for the lcs championship yep now that doesn't seem to specify how much of the bracket is double, yeah. double elimination. It says the top six are double M and then the bottom two aren't in it. Right. That's what it says. No, it's, it's talking about the bottom two teams from the splits regular season will not qualify for that. Term. Right They're So they're it doesn't, it doesn't mean the top six have double elim though. Maybe they do. I don't know. It yeah. doesn't explicitly so, say that. My response to this question is so long as we can make it into I'm much less concerned about a buy. We hit double limbs. We're good. Um, I'm passing it to Valorant. We got to get the LCQ, baby. We're up against Shroud, yeah, was, Cole. How can we possibly win? <laughs> I was going to say, like, I am way more willing to pass this off to the Valorant team. I think we're in a fine place. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. I Valorant team, which I believe the Valorant team is going to be very good, actually. Yeah. Um, so long as we continue as we have been. In a, yeah. inexplicably sometimes it just falls apart for them and it seems like the stakes are higher for them right now so let's give that yeah. and side note i'm actually a huge place. shroud fan i really like shroud and it's a, my, yeah. my comment wasn't meant as a slander to shroud but sure uh, it wasn't i i promise i watch him a lot uh andrick del angel says i think they need to bring on busio to the first team so that who he can feel the pressure and there could possibly be another someday in tenacity situation related to this Karlski asked, do you think we will see Busio play this split or will we have to wait until next year? This is so interesting to me. I I'm missing the, we need to make a change for who he narrative. I understand that Busio is very good. People are super excited about him. It sounds like he's, He's earning himself a lot of attention and consideration for LCS. Awesome. I still see who he regularly popping off. Like he still routinely has games where he looks outstanding. Um, so would Busio's Yasuo be better? Perhaps. But that feels to me like, um, you know, a, a, a minor side note rather than like a, an imperative to get this guy onto the LCS stage. So for me, it's less commentary about Busio and more just me thinking, uh, I think FBI Hoogie is still a great bot lane for us, and I'm not at all convinced that we need to shake anything up, especially before summer playoffs. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want anything for this split, and neither do I think it will happen for this split. I'm open to the next year conversation. I don't think there's a dire need there. Yeah. But you do have to keep the team building, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or if we win, you have to maintain. But you, you know, you you do have to like rotate those prospects in because they until they play successfully in <clears throat> your starting positions, that and then they were just prospects, right? Yeah. So if you have tenacity, you have general sniper, you have Busio, Like some point, 
It's got to happen. Uh, the someday tenacity thing that happened. I don't know if that specifically was the cause of someday's resurgence or whatever, but even if it was, I think that that is less likely than likely to be a, a positive thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like just what happens, but I don't think players usually like, Oh man, I really got to get my act together. Let me play better and do think right. it's more likely you get a media situation. Why don't they like me? <laughs> Why am I training my replacement? I think yeah. that's a lot more, Perhaps. a lot more likely. So <laughs> man, haven't hated on medias in a while. <laughs> feels, feels kind of good. So I, I, I think like, I think that conversation is probably going to be open for, um, for next year, yeah. but not this split. Neither do I want to see it this split. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think, look, if we fall short of our objective in some way at the end of the split, maybe even at worlds, like if we didn't make worlds, I think for sure you start looking at, you start looking more toward the future. Right. And if yeah. it feels like this is a very, uh, logical place to explore all for it. But we're, I, you know, in my opinion, as I've talked about a lot, I think we're far from the point of it being a likely outcome to this split that we miss worlds um yeah so i think with that you stay with what you got and i think we got something good yep um okay we have one more uh question from 100 talk cole who asks why do we never talk about fbi anymore <laughs> he, he had a great game on zeri somebody should talk about that guy right <laughs> yes All it was good it was very good. It was very good. We don't talk about that guy. I mean, like, is it just because he's so weird. reliably good? I feel like that's part of it. I well, I don't. I don't think he's he has <laughs> reached the form that he was in um, back in like Abadaga's first split. Even before that, I feel like even before that, FBI was at his strongest. Maybe like the split before. Yeah. And so I think he's like you know, 90 to 95% of that maybe. And so maybe that's why we don't talk about it as often. Mm -hmm. There's less takeover from him. There's more spread it around. Yeah. Someday carries more games. Um, do you see it just as like closer carries more games? Yeah. I just, do you think that the drop off here's, here's my potential answer to your, your question, your listener question, Cole. Um, it could have something to do with the changes that have been much talked about. I think his trademark in the early splits was just crushing the game through bot before 12 minutes, right? Before 14 minutes, whatever. Um, that is much less common a thing now. Although, I will say, uh, Danny has reminded us all that an ADC late in the game can win the game for you single-handedly. So it's still possible, but I just feel like FBI's calling card was we are here to, to win the game and we're going to start doing that immediately. So <laughs> thank you. For joining me in the bot lane. We will proceed with our agenda forthwith. <laughs> if everyone agrees, no objections. <laughs> Let the lane base we, commence. Yeah, we, are, we are here for this purpose. <laughs> you know, uh, so maybe that's part of it. It's like the, I like the big changes to the game. Funny enough, the big changes to the game haven't been. The small changes have been what's uh, resulted in the biggest changes for us. Or the biggest adjustments. Um, so that's probably part of it. I would say, but I think you're right. Um, 
maybe it's that he he has never my other hypothesis he's never dipped to the point that someday was at when we were having um our family conversation about someday and what we can do to write the ship um you know we please everyone be available at 8 p.m tonight we need to talk about this and he certainly hasn't hit the level of like community conversation and analyst conversation as Avadaga. So like him and Closer and Huhi to a certain degree, I think, are all they've all been like their their very performance variability band has just been narrower. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I just was making that observation because it's like I can't couldn't remember the last time I like really had a focused conversation about FBI, but we just want to say, FBI, we still love you. Yeah, of course. We still love you. Absolutely. Still great. Um, should we do, should we do a bonus listener take from chat? Cole? Uh, sure. We don't usually do that, but go for it. This is uh, from, I think it's a new chatter. Yeah, boy, graph. The goal is to become an internationally competitive team. Why wouldn't we make upgrades? This team is good, but it's clear they have a ceiling. Well, do you have thoughts on this question? So first of all, I contextualizing that question, he's responding to dark who was talking about why do people keep suggesting that we switch mid? So, so Graf's overall point, if the goal is to become internationally competitive, don't we need to be searching out upgrades? Yes, I agree with that point. Uh, I don't, however, agree that swapping mid is a solution for us because there is no apparent like heir to that position for us. I don't know, like, where does that mid laner come from and how, why did it take us so long to get that position right in the first place? It's very hard to come by those guys. Yeah. And so I would I would definitely not look there because we have a very serviceable mid who at times looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And with how much talent is on the rest of the roster, I you know, I just don't see that as a crucial need especially since it's so hard to get right. Now, in general though, yeah, we have to be considering those options. That's what I was talking about with like Busio and Tenassi. It's like at some point you got to address those guys. And then you have to survey the scene and see if anything is becoming available, you know, like, uh, this is a bad example for us in particular, but you know, it's very likely that speaker will be open to conversation from other teams at the end of this year. Right. Mm -hmm. You can assume he's going to get a nice little payday and teams would be foolish if they don't evaluate him. Yep. Right. So even if you, if you, even if you have a very good jungler, you probably want to at least do the exercise, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I do see the need to, to make upgrades, but you just have to be judicial, judicious with which you know, areas you look at. I think right now I would look at support in the off season, but for right now, my guys are my guys and I like them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the, the, the key to that question and kind of proposal is, when and and graph isn't saying why wouldn't we make upgrades immediately so it's hard yeah he might think that but i don't know um you know i do yeah i agree you always have to be looking out i think that the, the thing you have to be very careful about is that you don't um sacrifice your current form and potential outcomes in search of greater future bounties you know it's like are you going to give up your best shot at worlds in 2022 because you might have something that could work out next year 
that doesn't feel right. like as good a, a movie. You have to be super thoughtful about that. Yeah. Well, always got to keep that, uh, keep that conversation going, but yep. I, tr- I am pleased with the, the trajectory of this team for the last, you know, a couple of years. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep it where it's at. Right now. Yep. Okay. Looking forward to this upcoming week. We, uh, we take on the mighty, mighty team solo mid on the Saturday three and six sitting in eighth place. They lost to C nine, but beat our apparent kryptonite FlyQuest. Uh Oh, Uh Oh, <clears throat> Jordan is chime. The solution is soul. <laughs> the solution can TSM knock off hundred thieves. Your thoughts? No. Um, I'm going to say no. I think, I feel like you've talked about this, how it's not unheard of for maybe you've mentioned this show. Not unheard of for new rosters, academy talent, first coming in, catch people off guard. You know, you've got less less tape um, about how they're going to play. Uh, but I think we'll be ready, and I don't think TSM will beat us. And we're going to have uh, analyst Tuhi, or sorry, Huni, um, you know, gassing us up before the game, I'm sure. So uh, can I just say, Huni, not currently playing. I thought he's been great. It's 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 cool to have. <laughs> it's cool to have. Now uh, you say it. No, look, I've always I've always liked Huni as a as a personality. I just don't see it, him as a player having you know being uh, as deserving of the accolades he, he receives. Um, but I thought he did a great job on the desk. And I think it's goofy that he's wearing his TSM jersey. He doesn't have to do that. He could just put on something else, <laughs> anything else. Uh, so yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna give us he's gonna pick us, and that will that will also break through. Huni buff the yep. spiteful pick from Huni. Okay, <laughs> Huni has always buffed us, hasn't he? That's <laughs> one way or another. Okay, game two <laughs> Sunday <laughs> will be against EG, the first team favorite from LCS. Yeah, the boy wonders, the boys wonder, the, the boys, boys collective wonders. Wonder. Um. <laughs> Oh, did you did uh, you pick? What's your pick for TSM? Did you? Oh yeah, we're gonna beat him. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna beat him. Yeah. TSM. Well, I, I I can't really make this point well right now because of the roster stuff. But it's like TSM, just the way they're configured, we have been in great position to beat them. We just know how to play against that kind of team. Yeah. Uh, now it's more up in the air, but because it's up in the air, the talent is probably not there. Uh, I'm. An, I feel pretty comfortable saying we're gonna win that one. So, eg. They beat Dignitas and they beat Team Liquid. They can do it all, Jordan. Can they do it against us? Do they take down 100 Thieves? EG. You want me to go first or you? I'll go first. I think they beat us. Um, <clears throat> I think they're really good. I think they're legit. Still a super good team. They seem to have no slump whatsoever from um, MSI. And look, I, I think we are going to continue to be. Uh, a team that will win games, win more games than we lose, but we're going to lose games. And I think EG is a team that we, if we're going to lose a game, it's likely to be to them. Um, they've had our number. So yeah, I think we lose. I think if we avenge EG, it will be in the like, on the last ditch run from us. Like if, we're, if we make a loser's bracket run and knock off EG in the final or something. That's how this saga ends. Yeah. So not, I don't see us beating them. Yeah. No, like I don't think like say playoffs shake out to where we see them in winners bracket. I think we lose 
we're going to have to beat them on the back end of it. It's That's our, just the way these things are. It's our MO. Ask TL. Yeah, and EG took that from our playbook this past split. <laughs> yes, they did. But I, I think there, there will be a time. The time will come, but it's not this weekend. So yep. I think now, we dropped that game. I will say, I think there's a chance. Like, I don't think it's, it's a 0% chance that we beat them. Um, but I'm not convinced that we are going to, like, plan our flag here and say we, we must beat EG at all costs, you know, plot all the Dude, stops. Dude, it's a Saturday game, not, not a Sunday game. <laughs> right. If it was a Sunday game, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or I'm sorry, the other way around. If it's Saturday game, maybe. Yep. Ride that momentum. But, yeah, I, so we're both predicting a one-on-one weekend, which is fine. Jordan will be seven and four at that point. It's a little less on the win percentage side. How will we live with ourselves? <laughs> Let's go ask Reddit. <laughs> sure. That was some great advice for us on how to cope with the, the situation. Uh, okay, so wrapping up, uh, once again, we want to say thank you to uh, Flight Check for um, doing Rec League with us this past weekend and allowing Super us fun. to prove our superiority. Um, and for jumping on the pod Palooza with us. So we also thank everybody else who's on that. So Prime and the bodied guy. I want to say bodied guys. I know Havoc was, was the guy who was actually on it, but it made it sound like it's like I forgot his name or whatever. <laughs> you, you went for the, the singular you know, of guys. That bodied guy. <laughs> the singular uh, of guys has a very different. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. That was so disrespectful accidentally. And Robert. <laughs> of talking tsm of course <laughs> thank you everyone uh, for being with us that past week that was really fun um we are not sure about rec league this week jordan's going to be traveling so he will not be here and then i'll figure out if we can put some together i actually am busy with a couple things too so game time decision on that but regardless as always we love you and we miss you already take care Bye. 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 Bye.